Welcome to Mind Meets Body and Soul, a podcast that connects the dots between clinical mental health and spiritual holistic wellness. I'm Heather, a licensed clinical social worker and mental health guru. And I'm Devin, a Reiki master, spiritual teacher, and lover of all things woo-woo. We're here to discuss various wellness topics, highlighting the connection between the mind, body, and soul. We'll be offering nuggets of wisdom from each of our fields with the ultimate goal of bridging the gap between our two worlds. Whether you lean more into cognitive psychology or flow with the woo-woo waters, our intention is to help you prioritize yourself and unlock a fresh perspective to healing, growth, and expansion. We're so excited you're here. Let's jump in. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Mind Meets Body and Soul. Heather here bringing in episode 35 with my dear co-host, Devin. How you doing? Hi, Heather. I am doing well back in cold New Jersey after a nice five days visiting my sister in Fort Lauderdale, Florida for the Thanksgiving holiday. I see now that we are after Thanksgiving, you are in a very Christmas looking sweater. (laughs) Always right away. As soon as thanks. I always think that Thanksgiving is the beginning of Christmas, but um, yes, I love it. All right. Is your Christmas tree up? Yes or no? Oh, yes. It's been up since before Thanksgiving. (laughs) You're one of those people. Yes, proudly one of those people. (laughs) I love that. Well, we are recording at this time just a few days after Thanksgiving. At the time that this episode airs, it will be the first week of December, which is pretty wild. But before we get into the episode, how was your Thanksgiving? It was really nice. We went to my aunt's house. It was just full of lots of extended family who I don't get the opportunity to see as often as I'd like to. So it's nice to be able to get everyone together and share a meal and just kind of be in that space with each other. Nice. And how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was the third year in a row that my mom and I have traveled down to visit my sister in Florida and let me tell you, growing up in New Jersey, it almost like feels wrong to be in Florida in like 80 degree weather in November celebrating Thanksgiving. But, you know, after the first, after the second year, I now have gotten very accustomed to it and I just can't see myself wanting to spend Thanksgiving anywhere but Florida now or in some kind of warm weather. So it was nice, but happily recovering in my sweatpants right now, gearing up for the next holiday, meaning my birthday. Right. <laughs> my birthday comes first and then, <laughs> and then Christmas. Right. right. We can't forget that. I feel like the way you feel about your birthday is how I feel about Christmas. Mm. Yeah. Well, the countdown is on. <laughs> We're, I think, like 20, 19 days until my birthday at the time of recording, which we are just under a month until Christmas, which makes this episode perfectly placed, perfectly timed, because I know not everybody listening loves this holiday season. Many do, many don't, and some people all in between. So I figured today we would chat about all things approaching and navigating the holiday season and all that comes with that. Yeah, I think it's obviously well-timed. One, because you and I are right in the middle of we're just coming off of Thanksgiving and heading into the holiday season. But I also think whether you celebrate Christmas or not, 
the fact that this is the end of the year also has a lot to do with this. So we're navigating not only the holiday season and family stuff, but we're also navigating burnout and we're navigating just the stress and and energy of this season. In New Jersey, it's cold and getting darker earlier. So another season is changing. So there's just a lot to be navigated or there's a lot that we are navigating in this time. It's a really good point. And I think we tend to see the holiday season as a season of cheer and celebration and getting together. However, as we like to bring awareness to in this podcast, being human also means experiencing the depth or experiencing the wide range of experiences. And some of that is like, yes, the the happiness, the celebration, the connection paired also sometimes with grieving, loss, frustration, and everything in between. So thank you for adding that in there too. I'm sure on the professional level as well, you have been such a helpful support system for your clients as they're they're coming up to the holiday season. I follow some therapists and counseling meme accounts on social media and it's funny. It's not funny, but it's that time of year where the conversations are shifting to survival mode, like how to get through the holidays, how to handle family stuff, how to navigate this chaotic and stressful and just high energy um, time of year. So it is that season to start these conversations. And some of them I've been having and some of them I'll continue to have you know, throughout this season. So I'm really glad that we have this platform to be able to bring that conversation or those conversations here to our audience too. Me too. And I was thinking, why not start off with you on how to, or how you, whether that's personally or professionally, how you suggest, recommend approaching and navigating the holiday season and and all that comes with it. Is there anything that comes to mind for you right off the bat in terms of mental tools to offer? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as any tool that we suggest or any conversation that we have, it's always going to be tailored to the person. There's no one size fits all. As you love to say, take what resonates with you, leave what doesn't. So The first thing is obviously like check in with yourself and see where you're at and then just show up for yourself in that way. In terms of mindset and those cognitive like thoughtful processes, I think one is I call it zooming out, but it's a way of grounding yourself in that this is one day, one month in a 365 day year, a 12 month calendar, a 33 year life, like remembering that there's so much more to our lives than just the stuff that we're dealing with, the stuff that's happening around us right now. So it's just a way to zoom out and see that bigger picture, which is really strictly a mindset shift in knowing that, like, I might feel like I'm really in the thick of it, but I know that there's much beyond this. Always love a good mindset shift tip. And I think that's really helpful too, because you know, we've talked in past episodes about avoiding the kind of toxic positivity culture, right? Or how we rephrased it of like unrealistic positivity. And I think this is a way to approach it, not where we are like bypassing the fact that, yeah, sometimes it's a really stressful time of year. Sometimes it's very overwhelming. Sometimes it's not all 
sparkly and rainbows and sunshine. So I think this mindset tool, the one that you always offer of zooming out is especially helpful during this time of year. So thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think another thing is that kind of goes along with that is we had a whole episode on radical acceptance. So also acknowledging that this time of year is here and whether I like it or not, whether I am a Grinch or like the happiest holiday cheermeister, it's here and I don't have to like it. I don't have to buy into it. I don't have to be like thrilled about it. And it is what it is. And learning to like find peace and contentment and kind of surrender to the stress and the hubbub and the wonder of it all and just allowing yourself to be where you're at and working to find that acceptance. And we've talked about surrendering and letting go of control. I think that's another powerful way to just be here in this space without having to fight it, but also having to like dive headfirst into all things holiday season. One thing that you said too specifically was like being here and it reminds me of the intention of presence. And like choosing to be present during a time that might feel stressful, overwhelming, or very joyful, lovely, you know, any, anywhere in between there. And I think that's such a good point is when I was thinking this past weekend about spending time with my family and meeting a whole new side of people that I'd never met before, spending time with them, one of my number one intentions was presence. And for me, what that means is just being in that moment, knowing, and I, I don't think I quite realized it at the time, but you just so perfectly worded it, knowing that this is a, a one-time thing or a one-time of the year when I am surrounded by my family and new friends, new family. And acceptance might look like, regardless of how you feel about the people that you're spending time with or the environment that you're in, acceptance is not necessarily having to love the situation, but choosing to be present for the purpose of just showing up in a, for a moment in time with all of the things that we talk about in this podcast for all the, you know, throughout the healing journey is like showing up, embodying that surrender, embodying that trust, embodying that mindfulness. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that doing that, looking at it, like I know that in AA, they talk a lot about like one more day, like just one more moment. So even what you're saying too, like if you're struggling with something like this, like I'm just going to be here. It's the only thing I can do. It's the only thing that I can control right now is like being here in this moment. So showing up intentionally in that space, I think is actually really powerful, even though it might sound like obvious. One thing I find really interesting as I get older specifically is how these holiday seasons, time spent with our family or in these spaces are actually really, can be really activating times for us. And maybe it's just working with clients who are coming to me talking about the holidays coming up. I know my sister is a therapist and she mentioned last week, like, whereas it's the holiday week, you'd think people would be like kind of checked out, doing their own thing, preparing for the holidays. Like everybody was showing up for their therapy sessions because they wanted to kind of ground themselves, clear their energy with me or, you know, make a plan with my sister in therapy. I'm sure you experience the same exact thing where it's like, as we get older, it's not that we lose 
the celebration and the fun and the connection, but there's also that kind of looming fear or anxiety around the holidays. And so I think this is a perfect time in the conversation to lead to the topic of like boundary setting in preparing for the holidays. Is that what you're seeing too? Yes, 100%. That's the biggest thing that I have to say here is boundaries. And what that requires is planning, that requires self-awareness, that requires us being able to understand ourselves and our needs. And I think that like that's the, the number one thing people misunderstand too, because we talked offline and you'll get into this, but boundaries protect our relationships. I think people think of boundaries as selfish or saying no or not showing up. And while like, yeah, a lot of times boundaries might be those things, the intention I try to help people communicate and understand with boundaries is that it actually protects the relationship because it allows me to show up in this present intentional space, like you just said, and then know when I've hit my limit and I can remove myself and you can respect that so that I can show back up again tomorrow or show back up again in another week from now when we have another holiday celebration. It's just acknowledging like think about your phone battery. When your phone battery's dying, you're not like judgmental that it gets to that point. Your social battery is the same way. We just want to be able to be preventative and protective of our energy and our emotion and our relationships. This really mirrors a conversation that we shared much earlier on in this podcasting journey on fostering conscious relationships or conscious partnerships, as I called them. And we spoke about how, and this really does relate to the holiday season where we are seeing friends and family who maybe we don't see on a regular basis who aren't a part of our daily lives. Again, different for those who are spending time with their family much more frequently throughout the year. But it does tend to be a time where we are seeing those family members who maybe we haven't seen all year or in a few years maybe. And so here comes in that conversation that we had on conscious relationships where like setting the boundaries with those family members, friends, whoever, who maybe we have known our entire life and we we don't see regularly. So they're not really seeing the the growth and the healing that we, those that are like on the more kind of healing journey have been a part of. And then now we're seeing them and all of a sudden things aren't the same, right? Like the things that we want are the, aren't the same. The conversations that we want to be having aren't the same. We're at a different point in our lives. And so I think that's why this time of year tends to be so activating as well when we are surrounded by people who maybe aren't a part of our regular lives is like having to establish who we are in this moment of time and set that, set those boundaries for, for some of those mo more like uncomfortable conversations or interactions and whatnot. So I was just wondering if you could give a few examples of what that might look like setting a boundary in like the holiday, you know, family, friends setting as a way to protect our peace. I'm glad that you asked that question because I think that is what I'm often exploring with people. And that's why I say plan, plan, plan 
think ahead when you can so that you know where your boundaries are. You don't have to know like exactly and draw a line in the sand, but just having an awareness of like what conversations might make you feel uncomfortable or are there certain limits that you have in terms of like how long you can stay at a function or certain types of people that you prefer or feel safer or more comfortable surrounding yourself with. So figuring out roughly or approximately where your limits are, I think is a really helpful thing to do in advance. You said once in an episode we recorded before that ideally you don't have to explain yourself. You can say no or remove yourself and not have to We don't necessarily owe that explanation to people. For my people pleasers who are listening, I think that's a lot harder to do. And when you feel called to or safe communicating where you're coming from, I think sometimes that can be a helpful thing to communicate. So it might look like saying, I'm so excited for the holiday party this year. I'm only going to be able to stay X amount of time. And I appreciate you understanding that. Or it might be something like, I'm really, I know you're real, all really curious about my relationship status. This can be something you say in advance. I know you're all really curious about my relationship status. It's just not something I'm comfortable talking about right now. How's dinner or like, how's, you know, and then just kind of like guiding the conversation in a different way. I think communicating where you're coming from sometimes helps that person who might not know that we're on this healing journey or might get a little defensive when we set that boundary. I think that sandwich kind of like softening it, boundary setting, softening it helps it land a little bit better sometimes and helps us feel a little bit more comfortable and it's a little easier for us to get there sometimes. That's a great one. And that I think that boundary setting like sandwich comes from that episode on conscious relationships. So for those that are listening, I think listening back to that episode would be really helpful as well, because we do talk a lot about how to navigate or how to foster conscious relationships and how to use boundaries in our relationships. So I think that's really helpful and something that I'm hearing, and maybe I saw this on your Instagram account too, was making or creating a plan. And it sounds you know, weird that we have to think about it like that. Like, oh, I need to make a plan for how I'm going to approach the holiday season, dinner at this family members, whatever. But it really does make sense because plans, structure, organization, those are boundaries. Those are all things that we can implement in our lives for no reason other than to create safety for ourselves, you know, and that's going to come back to that energetic component that I've talked about before when we talk about like the root chakra, right? Like our energy centers or at our foundational level, what do we need? It's safety. As human beings, we need to feel safe. And that doesn't just include physical safety, that also includes emotional safety. And so I think that that's a really helpful way to secure that emotional safety for ourselves is creating a plan. And maybe that is something, as you said, I'm coming to the dinner. I will have to leave at this specific time. And then it just sets that precedent in the very beginning that this is what the expectation is. This is what the boundary is. And it gets the message across to all involved that that is what you are comfortable with. 
And I'm sure we've all been there where we've been at a party and we're like, oh my gosh, I have to go. I'm so tired. We start getting like frustrated or resentful or just like not in a good mood anymore. And the boundary is trying to get ahead of that by saying, okay, I know that I'm going to have to leave at some point. And this is when I think it is and trying to communicate that in the beginning. I've gone to people's houses and been like, listen, I'm so excited to see you and I can't wait to be there. And I know I may overstay my welcome. So what time are you thinking you want us there until? So that I know, okay, you say eight, eight o'clock comes around 7.30. I'm like, how are we doing? I mean, if you if we want to stay longer, we can, but at least we're having those conversations. No one's overstaying their welcome. I'm not draining my social battery more than I have to give. So I think it's just helpful, one, to even model that to other people, but two, to communicate that for ourselves. I feel like that also speaks to the idea of taking radical responsibility for our own lives, right? It's like both in an empowering way and also we have the responsibility now as adults to ensure our own safety on that physical, on that emotional level. And so looking at setting boundaries as a way of taking care of yourself, as a way of protecting yourself, I find is really helpful because I know, as you mentioned before too, setting boundaries with family, for example, we're talking family because it's the holidays, but I guess in any you know setting can be challenging. But if we mindset shift here, turn that in a way that we understand it's so that we protect ourselves and also coming back to that energetic component, I like to see boundaries as also very energetic in that it's not like you're physically putting a wall up, right, in between you and somebody or something else, right? It's not like a conversation comes up and all of a sudden like there's a blocker to that conversation or like some flashing red light, <laughs> you know, there's no timer counting down to when you're going to leave. It's unseen. And if it's unseen, therefore it's energy. Right. So it's interesting that we're having this conversation on setting boundaries where it's like a very mental process, but it also has a large energetic component to it. Boundaries is almost like honoring our needs. It is honoring our needs. It's actually like telling the truth and saying, hey, I love you. I am just so exhausted. I have to go. Or, you know what? Like this conversation's kind of making me feel a little bit uncomfortable, but I, I, I respect you and I'd love to talk about X, Y, and Z instead. And I think that's where if we can start telling the truth and being more honest with ourselves and with other people, it does protect us and them. I'm very curious about if there's a way for us to energetically protect our emotions or like put up that shield where we can kind of protect and salvage our energy? Is there, do you have any tools or tips for that aspect where maybe we're in a situation and we feel like our boundary is being crossed or not respected? Is there a way for us to kind of do anything energetically there? One, I think this kind of goes along with your creating a plan for yourself, like more on that mental level, creating a plan. But then also on the energetic level, on the body level, prior to heading into any holiday season, any dinner, group interaction, family interaction, whatever, it's helpful for us to ground ourselves, to take care of our energy before 
we go into any type of gathering interaction, because if we are entering that gathering interaction already in a heightened sense of maybe anxiety, right, that nervous system dysregulation piece, then we're already starting off on the wrong foot. Whereas if we can approach it from a place of groundedness, like baseline, we're grounded, we're feeling at peace, our needs are being taken care of, then we're probably less likely to overreact or feel much more overwhelmed had we not taken care of ourselves. Then I can see it like during an event, during an an interaction where you are maybe in a conversation or engaging in a game or whatever, a conversation game with the people that you're with. If you feel like that boundary has been crossed or if you feel like the, the interactions are heading in a direction that don't feel comfortable to you, on the energetic level, I do this in my personal life and I suggest this to those around me too, just kind of like visualizing like a little energy shield or energy bubble around you. Again, for the sole purpose of just feeling safe and feeling comfortable and like kind of that thought process of like, nope, their negativity or their judgment or criticism can't get past this energetic shield that I've placed around me. It's giving me like when we were little, we used to say like rubber glue back to you. It's like, nope, like I am not accepting or not going to allow, like I think that's intentional. And I think energetically and mindset wise, you are actively saying like, I am not going to allow this to cross into my energy field or like in like cross my threshold. Exactly. And we talked about this two weeks ago in our ripple effect and World Kindness Day conversation where when somebody is speaking to us, when somebody is sharing their thoughts and feelings with us, we are on the receiving end of their energy. And as we know, in these holiday times, shared space with friends, families, whomever, sometimes that can be and feel like a very positive thing. And sometimes that can feel invasive or destructive or uncomfortable. So putting up that energetic boundary or visualizing that energetic boundary signifies, nope, I do not allow myself to receive or to be affected by this energy. Yeah, I really like that. I'm going to put that in my back pocket. And then a third piece to that too is like after, after the holidays or after an event and interaction, it's then coming back to your energy care routines, body-wise, energy-wise. And it's using the tools that you have to re-regulate your nervous system, to bring yourself back down from a place of heightened anxiety, frustration, stress, grounding yourself once again. The self-care aspect of this, I think, is so important, both ahead of the holidays and afterwards. Like I think ahead of the holidays, I'm talking to people about non-negotiables. Like what are your bare bones, survival things, drinking water, move your body, nourishing yourself to, to maintain like survival or wellness. And then afterwards, it's all about filling your cup back up and going, diving a little deeper into taking care of yourself beyond like just face masks and bubble baths and things that like capitalism loves to tell us that self-care is. It's also resting and retreating and hibernating a little bit more. So I think there's a lot 
to this, and again, I feel like I keep saying this, it's not going to be one size fits all, but it's figuring out, okay, like where am I at right now and what do I need to recharge? How do I plug myself back in and charge my social battery, emotional battery, wellness battery, body battery, soul battery? Exactly. And full circle coming back to that point of taking radical responsibility for our own well-being. It's about making sure at any given time as the adults that we are, that we're taking care of ourselves, mind, body, and soul throughout every part of a holiday, the holiday season and all the interactions that come with it. I know that this was a perfectly timed episode. It was helpful, you know, coming from Thanksgiving where we were able to reflect on personally and professionally what we are navigating or seeing around this time of year. Do you have any other tips, tools that you wanted to leave our audience with as we're wrapping up? I think the last thing that I'll say is just trying to show up with some compassion for yourself, giving yourself grace in that in addition to the holiday season, this is the end of the year, a time of burnout for many people. Are We are human beings that have a social battery and are emotional and we have needs and it's okay for us to communicate those needs and ask for help and express ourselves. And also knowing that like, it's okay if it doesn't feel like it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's okay. And, and giving yourself that grace and that space to just be where you are and having the compassion to know that like, it's okay. I love that. Compassion is key for sure. How about for you? Any final lasting words of wisdom, tips, tools? I think to actually to bring in the spiritual component, and I talk about this a lot, that the spiritual journey is a journey of coming back to ourselves and recognizing our evolution as we heal, change, grow, expand. We talk all the time about how we love the moments with our clients when we're able to recognize something that a past version of them would have done, said, reacted versus what this present healing evolving version of them is doing or how they're showing up. And I think that this is such a prime time to bring in that spiritual healing evolution component of like, wow, this holiday season, I spent the holidays fully present, accepting things or people as they were, setting healthy boundaries so that I didn't feel like my comfort zone was violated. Man, a past version of me she never would have done that, right? Like she would have just sat there in the discomfort. She would have reacted in this way and bringing in that compassion always, as you just mentioned, for every version of us that exists, but really celebrating the version of us that exists today and how much we have grown due to the intentional healing, mindfulness work that we are implementing in our day-to-day. I love that. And I think that's so important because we are always evolving and changing. And I think it's really important for us to pat ourselves on the back and feel proud of ourselves for showing up and growing and evolving. It's not easy for us to do that. And I think we can be really hard on ourselves if something doesn't go perfectly. You know, the first time you do anything is not going to be eloquent or beautiful. So I think it's important to just know I still did it 
and I did it differently and better than I've done it in the past. And it might not be where I want it to be yet, but I'll get there and I'm getting there step by step and every step matters. Exactly. I love that. I think we can perfectly, you know, wrap up this episode with a ribbon, tie a bow on the top. I think it's actually your week this week to look up at your vision board, see what's calling out to you. So for this holiday season, what can we leave our audience with? I have something on here and it says celebrating. So it turns out y'all love a good time. And I don't know if you know, know why I put that there, but it feels like maybe reframing that we can celebrate and have a really good time and also know our limits and our boundaries and our needs and work to find that balance. As always, there's always some thread of balance in these conversations, but celebrating how it serves us, like celebrating in a way that feels good for us and everyone involved. I love that. Reframing what that celebrating or celebration means for each one of us. Perfect. Great way to leave our audience with. So thank you, Heather. So I know we have a Q&A episode that is going to be coming out next week. So we will have our links. We'll be posting them to social. You can submit questions to us via the link in our show notes or our email address, which is just mindmeetsbodyandsoul at gmail.com. Um, but I know before we totally, totally go, you also have an offering that you wanted to share with our listeners. I do. Thank you, Heather. In honor of Sagittarius season, which is my solar return season, it is a season of expansion of big picture visions. And so I always like to offer something fun when it's my birthday season. I like to think that everybody, <laughs> that it's everybody's birthday season as well. And so I have what I'm calling my Sagittarius season energy expansion offer. And it involves a chakra read, which is something that I incorporate into my Reiki sessions, but I've never offered separately. I've never just done a quick, simple energy read. It is a limited time offer during the season of Sagittarius where those who are interested in receiving some insight, maybe that's for what they are closing out, letting go of, shedding, releasing as we come to the close of 2023, or maybe what they are working towards heading into for 2024. Perfect time to just get a little bit of insight as to what they're holding or feeling on the energetic level and how that is manifesting or being broadcasted on that external level. This offer will go until the end, actually, we'll, it'll go until the end of December. So into Capricorn season as well, but I just thought it would be a sweet way to wrap up 2023 and to celebrate Sagittarius season. I love that. Celebrating you, celebrating Sagittarius season, but also a little gift. You know, I love a gift. So I, I think that's very sweet and I am excited to see what comes of it. Thank you, Heather. Me too. I cannot believe that we are almost into December, that we have one more episode coming out in 2023. It's been quite the year. I mean, we just started this podcasting journey in April. So it hasn't yet been a full year of mind meets body and soul. And I just really look forward to all that's to come. Me too. 
Very much so. And as always, grateful for everyone tuning in and listening and sharing this podcast and all the love that we've gotten through this year. As we said, it hasn't been a full year, but it's a calendar year is ending. So just feeling really grateful for everyone that listens for you and looking forward to next week's Q&A final episode of the year. Right back at you. Looking forward to it. And we will see you all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. We are so glad that you took the time to share this space with us. We'll be releasing new episodes of Mind Meets Body and Soul every Tuesday. So be sure to give us a follow and share this podcast with those you love. To connect with us and join our communities, head to the show notes where you'll find our contact information and individual websites. Until next week, stay grounded, keep growing, and trust that everything you seek is unfolding for you.